Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Halfway through. Halfway to the weekend. Next week at this time, it will be November 1st. That's so crazy. The month has really flown by. I thought about that and how 31 mornings of Halloween is almost over. It feels yeah. like we just got started. Yeah. And I was at a I was at a store yesterday and one of the employees I overheard was talking about Black Friday. <laughs> I was oh like, my gosh. Oh my gosh, we're like there. We're yeah. like holidays. There's going to be a radio station in town that plays Christmas music here. I'm surprised they haven't already. Yeah. It's just, ew. It's to the point of the (laughs) month where it's almost easier for me to rip off October so that I can start looking at November. And I'm like, how does that happen? The awesomest month of the year is over. Well, let us rejoice in 31 mornings of Halloween just a little bit longer today. Another recipe from Casey's Witch and Kitchen. Love it. Very excited about that. Uh, We also are going to talk and give you an opportunity to identify a famous clown for some Ringling Brothers tickets, which has been fun for me all week. I don't know about anybody else, but I've been having a blast. With the clowns, the finding, famous clowns. Finding the clowns, reminiscing about my time with these clowns. And these clowns so far have each meant nothing to me. Like, I've gotten it wrong both times. Really, Joker? I don't do From the Batman? superheroes. Man, Heath Ledger's Joker all time. That's what I hear. Best. So good. Uh, So we'll play that at 7.30 this morning. And then we've got Jingle Fest tickets at 8 o'clock with the big three. So be here for that. We're halfway through the week. Almost. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. The Walmart yodeling kid is all grown up and it shows. Well, he's only 16, so he's not like that grown up. But we were introduced to him when he was like Eight years old. Yeah. So I feel like he needs to be older. Like he just hits me as 22 at this point. I mean, <laughs> he's really found his style recently. And that style looks like a leather jacket, some darker clothes, some longer hair, hair and a single that sounds like this. Definitely punchier. Than the yodeling. Yeah. Oh, 90s country flavor to it, Exactly. Right? But he's still there. You can still hear him in there, oh, you know? Oh, yeah. And throughout the song, <laughs> throughout the song, he does a little, ooh, he does a little bit of yodeling, and you're like, there he is. Yeah. So he released a new Coming of Age EP last week, and it's his first music release since 2019. And he says, I took some time to settle back in in Golconda, Illinois, over the past few years where I was supposed, where I was able to do some big life things. I got my first job. I went to prom. I worked on my truck. I was able to spend time practicing the guitar, focusing on songwriting and figuring out what I wanted to say with music. My fans have never forgotten about me. And this EP is for them. Now, we've talked about this on the air before, but I think it's so cool that this kid had not only the right 
support system, but also the understanding that he didn't have to hit the ground running. Yeah. That even though he got all this popularity and essentially became a meme and then got a record deal out of it, that didn't mean he had to drop everything, drop out of school, move to Nashville and become part of the machine. He's been able to take it all with a slower lifestyle, go back to his hometown, go to prom, like get a girlfriend, yeah. write, be able to write songs about real life instead of, you know, we see a lot of child stars go down the deep end. Britney Spears. Sure. <laughs> that book just came out. Everybody was talking about it in the kitchen just now. Yeah. But uh, I I really hope he makes a song called Subway Sandwich because he worked at Subway. Because he worked at he Subway. He still may work at Subway. But I remember like on TikTok specifically, girls going in to see him. People going to the his job. hometown <laughs> and realizing, oh my gosh, that's the kid, which is so cool. So... Um, his new music video for that song, Next Right Thing, you can see just how much he's grown and how he looks, you know, like a teenager is really coming into himself. He's not just a little yodeling kid anymore. And he says specifically in the new EP, like he wants to have his own name. He doesn't want people to talk about the Walmart yodeling thing anymore. He's ready to, you know, take it all on and people yeah. call him Mason now. Just Mason. Well, Mason Ramsey. Oh, I like Ramsey better. Coming to the stage, Ramsey. I don't know. Right? I think it's a last name. I think it's a first last sitch. Okay. Either way, <laughs> I posted the music video, I want to say maybe like a week ago, but I'll, I'll probably repost it. So follow us on Facebook and Instagram at 923WAL. It's officially spooky season. 31 mornings of Halloween with Remy and Casey, powered by Johnny Brock's Dungeon. Weird question this morning. Do you visit cemeteries for fun? 314-699-4766. Casey? To me, it's not such a weird question. Okay. Because sometimes. Do tell. Well, for me, it's always, it always comes back to a history thing. And I think most people get that about me. I'm so intrigued by like old grave sites, old uh, like headstones, especially the ones you can barely read or you might need to use like the chalk and the paper the f- mm. to see what it actually says. I love the people that go to those super old grave sites and clean the old headstones. That's an interesting... And then like tell the story of like everybody who's there. Yeah, I love... There's a couple different accounts on TikTok and Instagram that do that. Mm-hmm. They'll actually pull the headstone out of the ground and like... And really clean it up and then put it back. Or I love going into old, like, local cemeteries where I know I have generations, like, people there from generations back. It's just super interesting to me. Yeah, there's a a lot of famous people that are buried in St. Louis and in in, in Missouri, the St. Louis area. I've always just felt like I shouldn't be there. I don't know why, but... I feel like it's not a place, and this is just my own personal thing, where I should be just going for a walk. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh, I love it. Like just getting my my mall walking in for the day. I'm not going to choose a cemetery to do that because I just, I want to be respectful and I would be, but if I don't have a purpose to be there, then why? Not even like Jefferson Barracks where people will go to actually, it's a great walking cemetery because it's huge and it's hilly. Yeah. I've never done that. But if that's cool with people, then I'll, maybe, I guess. I think it's as long as you're respectful. In my yeah. mind, in my mind, when I'm walking about, the spirits and the ghosts and the people are kind of just like hanging out, leaning against trees, like reading books. Okay. Like they see me and they're like, oh, that's so, that's cute that she's so interested in so-and-so, you know? Yeah. What's she wearing on her head? Those are headphones. Right. Duh. Uh, but Stan Musial is buried here. Chuck Berry. 
uh, the godfather of rock and roll, mm -hmm. buried in the area. Tennessee Williams, the famous playwright. Uh, Adolphus Bush, the entire Bush family, right? Of course. Kind of buried in the area. Has to be. And those are, I think the, the ones like at Bell Fountain where they're super impressive mausoleums yeah. and these big giant structures in the middle. I think those are really cool to look at. Uh, obviously, William Clark of Lewis and Clark. Oh, yeah. Where is he? He's in Bell Fountain wow. as well. Yeah. Originally buried downtown, but sometime in the 1860s was exhumed and they moved him over to Bell Fountain. Interesting. Is he in a mausoleum too? I think so. It's Something tells me you can't just walk up to William Clark's I think there's a grave. bust. I think there's a bust of him. Okay. Right there on his uh, on his gravesite, and then uh, Jack Buck, famous in, uh, Cardinals announcer, yeah. is uh, buried at Jefferson Barracks. So. And that's kind of cool too. I I think it's really interesting that like you can go to Graceland and see Elvis's resting spot. Like yeah. I think there is something really interesting about cemeteries. Well, let us know on the text line because it's a little weird for me, Casey. Not so much. She sees ghosts just leaning up on their own headstones. I'm just imagining them there, <laughs> and I'm imagining them being like, "Oh, there she is again." Yeah. Are you going to cemeteries for fun? 314-699-4766. You need to get your steps in? They might like a visitor. Going to Bell Fountain to walk around. Maybe. Let us know. Do you visit cemeteries for fun? 314-699-4766. Uh, apparently Casey does. I find that a little weird. Um, but, you know, everybody's got their own thing, right? Uh, we asked people on the text line uh, from the 636, no, I only go to cemeteries to visit someone or clean it up for community service. Cute. That's a good point. I feel like there's a lot of cemeteries, especially when you get out into the rural communities that are kind of left unkempt, right. if you will. Uh, so Weed Whacker can go a, a long way. Uh, from the 636, respectfully, yes, for ghost tours. I forget that a oh, lot of cemeteries tours. will do like ghost tours, especially the old, old cemeteries will do this. I'm telling you, if I was a, if I was a dude buried in one of the cemeteries... I'd come back as a ghost and just mess with people. Oh, yeah, because you know? if you know a tourist coming through, let's <laughs> give them what they want. You have to. Uh, Josh says, I don't go to cemeteries for fun, but I do go to uh, pay respects to my family members. And from the 314... I always go to the cemetery. My grandfather's buried locally. And after I have paid my respects, I'll go for a walk. It's peaceful. They get a bad rep, but for some reason, it's calming to me. Yeah, it's so nice and quiet. There's like usually never anybody else there. Yeah. And a lot of the time, I've found it's in a really gorgeous area. Exactly. That That's a good point. I might have to try this. Um, uh, you might have to go with me, though. Because I'm, I'm a little nervous. No, you're not. <laughs> Are you going to cemeteries for fun? I mean, it is like right around Halloween. Maybe it's something you do about this time of year. Let us know on the text line. 314-699-4766. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Blues got beat last night by the Jets 4-2. Believe it or not, Casey, there are still some teams who are undefeated. The Golden Knights are 7-0. The Avalanche and Bruins are 6-0, and and the Stars are 4-0. The Golden Knights have been big balling ever since they came into the league. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're having a heck of a season, and I feel like all of the odds makers are kind of correct at this point. At this point, at least, we'll see what happens. The Blues will take on the Flames tomorrow night. Puck drop at 8 o'clock, and the World Series is set. Huge congratulations to Casey for the prediction of the Diamondbacks. There you go. Yesterday, she called it with all of her baseball knowledge was like, you know what? I think the Diamondbacks are going to pull it out. Right. Mostly because Philly's annoying. 
Texas Rangers, Arizona Diamondbacks World Series starts Friday. The Rangers haven't been to the World Series since 2011. The Diamondbacks haven't been since 2001. Wow. So it should be a fun year. Oh my gosh, that's so long. It gets boring with the same teams over and over again. You're telling me. Astros are always in it. Well, I guess the Phillies were in it last year, but they hadn't been in it for a while, so that was kind of fun. Uh, So yeah, Texas Rangers, Arizona Diamondbacks. I just, I don't know why, but I still haven't gotten over the cheating thing with the Astros, so I'm very excited that they didn't make it in. A lot of people feel that way. (laughs) I don't know what it is. And do pro athletes push their kids into sports? Steph Curry from the Golden State Warriors says no. Steph has two two daughters ages 11 and 8 and a 5-year-old son, and he is not pushing them at all. In a recent interview, he says... We're all backyard sports right now. Nothing too organized. It's more just confidence building and their ability to find joy in everything they do. It's yeah. beautiful. I feel like a lot of country or just music artists in general also feel that way of like, if that's what they really, really want, that's one thing. But the professionals just see all the ins and outs and the cons of it all. Yeah. And they're like, eh, you don't need to do this. There is a grind for sure. And that all happens, you know, Starting when you're super young. Comes at a price. Up in high school, you got colleges up in your grill, and you got to do that whole thing. Uh, He said, I'm trying to make sure that they enjoy being a kid and finding joy in everything that they do. So there you go. Uh, I feel like we're kind of the same way with with baseball for me and dance for my wife. Mm -hmm. Uh, My wife taught ballet for years, and she's like, I would never push Emerson or Leo into dance. I sort of feel the opposite. As an ex-cheerleader, I, th- I hope that things flip and by the time it's walking. Really? I, I really feel that way. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good to know. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Two children of some of the most famous stars of the 90s have just gotten married. Oh. Kurt Cobain's daughter, Frances Bean Cobain, just tied the knot with Tony Hawk's son, Riley. That's awesome. Isn't that kind of wild? Yeah. Okay. So the couple's marriage certificate says that they actually got married on October 7th. And the, what's the person that does it? The, the officiant? The, the officiant yeah. was none other than former REM frontman Michael Stipe. <laughs> How random is that? But he's also Francis's godfather. Okay. And her godmother, Drew Barrymore. Mm. To be famous, I was gonna say there's you know? a lot of a lot of famous people in this in this circle right now. So Francis Bean Cobain and Riley Hawk have been dating since 2021, and I'm obviously gonna assume they've been pretty quiet about it because I had no idea that they'd been together. Um, but it's Riley's first marriage and Francis's second because she was married back in like 2014, and I remember that was a pretty crazy divorce. Like when she. I think she got married when she was like 2021, 20, but but when they got divorced, they were fighting over Kurt Cobain's guitars yeah. and things. Gosh, that was th- that whole situation. Crazy. Yeah. And so I think it's probably pretty comforting to have the son of, I would say, an equally famous celebrity who knows the lifestyle that she has probably had to live for the last 30 years. Yeah. And um, and she knows that he comes from a family just as wealthy and that if there is a divorce, she doesn't have to probably, you know, 
try her hardest to protect all of her dad's memorabilia and reputation. Skateboards instead of guitars. Exactly. Right? <laughs> I'm sure she's like, you can keep those. Yeah. Man, Tony Hawk is like the coolest dude. Uh, man, I grew up playing, you know, Tony Hawk's pro skater. And it was when like skating was like super cool to do in junior high. So like he was like a god in junior high. Tony Hawk is one of those people that I forget how old he is. Like in my head, he is always like 25. Yeah. So it blows my mind that he even has a kid that's 30 and just got married. Yeah. And that he's Kurt Cobain's daughter. He's 82. That's weird. Obviously. <laughs> but yeah. Crazy. When I saw the news, I thought this is wild. I never would have guessed that they were even together to begin with. So very exciting for them. Congratulations. I'll post more to the Facebook page. Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Casey, what color is your pillow? Case. Sure, we'll start there. Blue. Like a light blue? Like a silk, like a light blue. Oh, okay. You remove the pillowcase to reveal the pillow. What color is the pillow? Our pillows are white. They're white? Yes. No yellowing whatsoever? No. There's a little bit. Well, my question here is, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The old yellow pillows. Yes. They're at your grandma's house. They're probably at your mother's house. Do they turn that way or did you buy them that way? That's one thing I've never known. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty obvious to tell. I've never been in a store with yellow pillows. <laughs> and that is pretty nasty. Well, there's an ongoing debate that some people consider yellow pillows to be gross, but some people find them endearing. It started when a guy said, my girlfriend is mad at me because I've revealed to her the yellow pillow. Mm -hmm. Fellas, I'm sure you all know this thing is magic. Another guy said, part of being a man is using the same pillow since the age of 10 and never washing it. <laughs> oh my God. I, I feel like when I was when I was single in my own apartment, I don't know that I ever washed bedding. Just, it, there was it was too much. Gross. You know what I mean? My, I don't know if my little washer and dryer could handle that in my apartment. I wasn't going to find out. I think we understand. Yes. <laughs> College age guys, absolutely. I'll give you that pass. You're still figuring a lot of things out. But even like growing up in my parents' house, I remember clocking the difference in my head and saying, that's not going underneath my head. <laughs> my, that's not my pillow. And my, or like, or you're staying at someone else's house and they'll toss you like the guest pillows. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No. Our guest pillows, we keep... I mean, they're clean. They're good to go. They're ready. But others say a, a yellow pillow is a sign of a well-loved pillow. It's like it's seasoned like a cast iron pan. Gross. Uh, yellowing, obviously, buildup of moisture from, you know, sweat, oil, lotions, drool, even going to bed with wet hair can cause yellow discoloration. Yeah. Um, experts say the staining can trigger allergies if mildew or fungus are allowed to fester. Pillows can also develop an odor. You can slow the yellowing and uh, use pillow protectors, but they're always going to discolor yeah. over years. You know, have you heard people talk about like generational curses and breaking them? This is a very surface level, simple version of that. Yeah. My children will never put their heads on a yellow pillow. I'm sorry. They just won't. Like, that is one of those hills that I'm I'm willing to say, you know, that ends in my childhood. Yeah. My ch my house will have clean white pillows. What kind? Do you, do you have, like, a regular cotton No, pillow? I don't know. 
So I've got like this foam Tempur-Pedic one. Mm-hmm. We did a deal with Tempur-Pedic years ago. So we have a Tempur-Pedic bed as well. And you keep it for a long time. Kept it forever. But you can wash the case of it. But some things get through the case and are living in that foam. I guarantee it. Well, yeah. They're just hanging out. Mites. Well, duh. Bacteria. That's how it is anyway. <laughs> but no, that's it. It's one of those things I can't handle. The yeah. yellow pillows. I'm sorry to my grandmas. Uh, well, I posted this up on the Facebook page if you want to weigh in there. The yellow pillows. Are they endearing or is your bed nasty? Let's know. 92.3 WIL. The 31 Mornings of Halloween with Remy and Casey. Powered by Johnny Brock's Dungeon. That's my favorite one. I like the Thriller one. Yeah. All this week, we've got Ringling Brothers tickets. If you want to take the family, we're going to be playing a game called Famous Clowns. I'll give you three clues. You tell me who the famous clown is. We had the Joker yesterday. What was Monday again? Krusty. Krusty the Clown from The Simpsons. All right. Today, you identify this clown. You'll win these Ringling Brothers tickets even though they don't have clowns anymore at the Ringling Circus. Are you ready? Here's number one. This clown is a self-proclaimed most famous clown of all time. Number two. It was a regionally produced TV show in Chicago. And number three. You could win a nice, crisp $100 bill. This one's going to be tough. Mm. Famous clown. Yeah, the most famous clown of all time. Mm. Self-proclaimed. Is it you? (laughs) She's so good. (laughs) It is. You win. 314-954-9230. If you think you know which famous clown this is, and no, it is not me. Mm. I hate you. 92.3, hello, who's this? This is Todd. How you doing this morning? Todd, I'm doing well. Uh, we're giving away these Ringling Brothers tickets. We're playing a game called Famous Clowns. Your first clue is self-proclaimed most famous clown of all time, regionally produced TV show in Chicago, and you could win a nice, crisp $100 bill. Which clown are we talking about? I'm going to guess and say Bozo the Clown. It's now time to play Bozo's Holy crap. So is that, (laughs) are you a native St. Louisan or Missourian? Yes, I am. I live in Arnold. Did that come in, did that show come in in Missouri? Yes, it did. Many, many years ago. I'm old, but I didn't realize I was that old. (laughs) I just want to make sure because I grew up kind of in central Illinois and it was produced out of Chicago. So obviously it was on WGN and all those stations. I just wasn't sure if uh, that was a regional thing or if it went national. It was on there uh, usually in the mornings after the Lone Ranger before I went to school. Nice. Dude, the grand prize game was one of the best. Well, you're going to the Ringling Brothers Circus. Congratulations. Awesome. Remy and Casey. Today we're playing the big three for some Jingle Fest tickets. Amy? Yeah? Nope. Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> Michelle in South County. Sorry, girlfriend. This is not my first time messing that up. Michelle in South <laughs> County is going to play with Remy today for these Jingle Fest tickets. Do you want to spin the wheels? See what you're playing. There she goes. Larger than usual today. Yeah. Today we're playing Facts or False Halloween version. Okay. We're getting closer and closer to Halloween. we got to get these Halloween games in. If you need help, 
Michelle from South County is on the phone. At the end of it, she's going to guess how many you got right. If you're right, if she's right, she's going to Jingle Fest. We'll be right. Let's play number one. Trick-or-treating began began at the end of World War II when soldiers returned home and families were together with money to spend on treats. Nah. Feels older than that. But this is the, like, Mandela effect thing. <laughs> Where, like, you feel like trick-or-treating started, you know, in the Jesus times. This, I will say, when I <laughs> when I found this, I it was a... I wouldn't have guessed it. I'll say that. Knock on the on the stone. Oh, no one's home. Um, Trick or treat. Gosh dang. I'm gonna go to Michelle on this. Who Michelle. knows? Maybe maybe Michelle knows this. Michelle, would you say that trick or treating began at the end of World War II when soldiers returned home and families were together with actual money to spend on treats? No, I think it's false. Yeah, but I think it's older. I'm gonna go false. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Michelle on this one. False. Thanks for validating my gut. Number two. Halloween is the second most expensive holiday for Americans right behind Christmas. Mm. You know that you immediately think, okay, I'm buying a lot of candy, but dude, after spending money on two costumes for kids, dang, that's expensive. Right after Christmas, you said? Would Black Friday shopping be considered Christmas shopping? That's... You're getting in too deep. Okay. The most expensive holidays is Christmas number one and Halloween number two, or does Halloween sit somewhere else? I'll say true. Facts. Facts. Number three. <laughs> candy corn was originally marketed as a candy version of bird feed. <laughs> uh, I'll say true on that as well. <clears throat> true. He's going true. Facts. He said false. Facts, facts. Michelle in South County, how many do you think Remy got right today? I think he got two. Okay. Enough confidence. I'll take it. Did he do it? Remy. You actually got all three. What? Yes. Nice. So trick-or-treating was created, or I guess uh, inspired, during evil times. Kids in Scotland and Ireland would dress up in costumes and go door-to-door looking for food or money in exchange for songs, poems, or Mm. performing tricks. Or jokes. (laughs) Well, yes, that also counts. Now it does. Especially in Missouri. Yeah. So I hear. Number two, Halloween is the most expensive holiday for Americans right behind Christmas. That's true. As of 2020, Americans spend about $95 per person on Halloween, whether that be decorations or costumes or whatever. Each person is about 100 bucks. Yeah. I lumped in Black Friday shopping into Christmas. So I think that's where I was where I was correct right? in my line of thinking. Sure. Number three, candy corn was originally marketed as a version of bird feed. Technically, it was marketed as chicken food. Nice. How about that? Will they eat? Will they eat it? Will the chickens eat the candy corn? I think the chickens will eat anything. That's true. But That's Michelle true. from <laughs> South County, you're going to Jingle Fest. Yes. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Country artists are sharing their favorite Halloween memories, and Dirk Bentley's is a little... We don't do this in the Midwest. But first, I'll say that the brothers Osborne had a really fun take on why they think Halloween is the coolest holiday, because you really can become someone completely different with essentially no consequences. 
Literally, you can dress up like a zombie and drag your foot behind you all day and make weird noises, and everyone finds that completely acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> That's part of the thing. You can actually not break character and get away with it. And everywhere I went, even when I ordered a drink, I ordered it like a zombie that was falling apart. And Jingle Fest opener, Priscilla Vlock even says, you know, Halloween's a ton of fun, but I actually don't really subscribe to all the sweets and the trick-or-treats. I am not a huge candy girl. Is that shocking? Hit me with all the carbs. Give me that and a piece of pizza. Trick or treat, do you have any pizza? Because it smells like pizza in this house. <laughs> smells like steaks. Uh, Don't want the Twizzler. Want the steak that you're cooking? Love that. <laughs> She's so much fun. We're going to have so much fun interviewing her again for Jingle Fest. Yeah, my wife and I would always get Chinese food when we didn't have kids and we were just passing out trick or treat, like we were passing uh -huh. out candy. And I'm sure our house just smelled delicious. I'm sure. Yeah. And Dirk Bentley, his favorite Halloween memory, it's a little weird because I don't think this is such a St. Louis thing. When I was a kid, man, I was all into fireworks. You know, grew up in Arizona, we couldn't get them, so we'd have them shipped in illegally. Still remember the name of the guy we'd call, his name was Joe, and he'd bring in and ship them in a package with no writing on them. We were all about the M80s and the mailboxes and bottle rockets. <laughs> to me, as a kid, Halloween was fireworks. It was blowing stuff up around. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what? I'm sorry, hang on. <laughs> Dirk's Bentley is doing this stuff. He's like, yeah, we're blowing up, we're blowing up mailboxes. Halloween. You know? I mean, if that's what you you are doing in Halloween in Arizona, I understand why they outlawed it. I understand why they're that's like, yeah, no. So weird. So random, right? Like, I get that for Fourth of July. For Fourth of July, I'll give it to you Labor Day Memorial Day. I'll give it to you all summer long. But on Halloween, yeah, that's weird. What are you doing? It's gonna be forty-five. I, I, I expect no fireworks to be blown up on Halloween. In fact, if fireworks did go off on Halloween, I think people would be more nervous. Than yeah, anything. all right, you're time running to go inside. Home. Not fireworks. Exactly. <laughs> the thirty-one mornings of Halloween with Remy and Casey, powered by Johnny Brock's Dungeon. It's the last installment of Casey's Witchin' Kitchen. What do we got today? I saw apples again. Apple mug cake. Mm. I love. And this all brand, it all started back in my junior high days when like you're home alone and you're too young to necessarily be whipping up a whole cake in the <laughs> oven yeah. or going out and buying any sort of sweet treat when you can make one in a mug in a microwave oh my gosh in three minutes or less the best so what goes in this thing so in mine, I used apples, I used some oats, obviously flour, butter, all that good stuff, cinnamon, brown sugar, and if you could throw a spoonful of like a pump, I don't know, pancake mix, or if oh. you have a cake mix or a brownie mix or something, just take a spoonful of it and toss it in there, stir it up, microwave, mm -hmm. I do like three to four minutes, immediately the best dessert and so easy to make. At the a end of it, cake. you said it was missing something, so you added honey. I add honey to everything I eat, though. Oh, okay. So like, if it doesn't, if it doesn't taste sweet, even if it's something savory, I need it to be sweet. <laughs> so I add honey to the top. Well, this looks delicious, and then you took it outside, and you know you can see the like the fall leaves and the yes. and the lawn and everything. It's and the whole vibe of it all. I was like, I'm gonna go eat this outside. Yesterday it was like 80 degrees, so it wasn't really doing it for me. But the <laughs> leaves on the ground and the pumpkin and the cinnamon, so good. Yeah. Uh, well, it looks delicious. Again, uh, we need to try those little apple slice little pies that you made last week. Yeah, they're so good. Those look good too. Easy. Uh, Casey's Witch and Kitchen is up on 
all the socials. Part of our 31 mornings of Halloween, powered by Johnny Brock's. If you want that recipe, head on over. Find us 92.3 WIL. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes. Brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we say thanks to Jeff Burrow, nominated by his mom. <laughs> Laura Burrow. Jeff is a firefighter with the Fairview uh, Fire Department. He's been there 16 years. He also works part-time for the O'Fallon Fire Department. This is all in Illinois. He has been with the O'Fallon Fire Department for eight years. He also works full-time with the City of Fairview Heights with the Land Use and Development Department. Jeff has one daughter, six years old. Her name is Aubrey. Aubrey means the world to him. Jeff, thank you for everything that you do. It is appreciated. Here's your request song sent by your mom. It's Head Over Boots on 92.3 WIL. So we have a couple of videos that we posted up today. Uh, Casey's Witch in Kitchen. Uh, describe what you made for 31 mornings of Halloween. Apple mug cake. Mm-hmm. Everyone's heard of a mug cake. And then this one's just like an apple cinnamon version. But actually, aside from like the heavy whipping cream, I feel like it's, uh, or the heavy cream, it's it looks pretty healthy, you know? Brown sugar and honey and flour. I mean, for me, that sounds healthy. <laughs> <laughs> you could definitely make it in healthier versions for sure. I, I treat mine more like a dessert. It's like girl math. If I'm making it from scratch, it's you healthy. You feel like it's healthy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, we also posted up another video that is not doing well, unfortunately, because it is something that I thought would be hilarious and funny, and I had a joy making it, but it is not doing well. Well, that's what matters is you had a great time, and we can't win them all. <laughs> you know? If you want to go check out the video of us shooting our own 80s movie scene to the tune of like this this kid named it's Sunglasses Kid on TikTok, he makes these 80s kind of soundtracks from movies and mm-hmm. things with little prompts. I don't know. I thought it was fun. Go check that out on the uh, socials, 92.3 WIL. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast and we'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 92.3 WIL.